0: Sersky. the 2023 NFL season is in full swing as we have just concluded week four and we finna walk on in week five. Hey man, say man, for y'all ho- who do not know, I am your host, J-Man, and uh, I want to welcome you to another episode of Quick Hits. Last time I talked to y'all, I went on ahead and introduced the NFL season to y'all with some rookies. Um, with some division winners and shit like that. But uh, today we're going to do a little bit, a little something, something different, you know what I'm saying, get into some more topics. Uh, today I'm going to bring y'all, you know what I'm saying, my power rankings. As you know, I got to give you a quick list and uh, pretty much power ranking. What else I got for y'all today? I got the most surprising things that done happened through the first four weeks of the season. And um, last but not least, I'm going to touch on some still too early MVP candidates because, you know, I gave y'all some last episode. And, uh yeah, we're going to see if that list has stayed the same or if that list is updated. You did. But uh put your seatbelts on, buckle up. You know what I'm saying? Kick back, relax. And uh, enjoy this episode of Quick Hits. All right, quick listeners. Let's go ahead and get started. And uh, where I want to start y'all off today. Where I want to start y'all off today. Hmm. Gotcha. I'm going to start off were well, my five most surprising things through the first four weeks of the season. Now, this list consists of teams, situations, you know what I'm saying, players, maybe coaches, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, shit, you know what I'm saying, as the season started, that kind of caught my eye that I wasn't quite expecting. Them, or when I looked in on it, I thought, hmm, that's pretty interesting. And y'all know how I like to do. Whenever I do a list, so reverse order my pimping. At number five, five. I'm going to start with the Chiefs' slowest start to the season on offense. Now, did I expect them to be super explosive and get out how they usually usually doing years past? And I say no, not really, um, because, you know what I'm saying, they are a little deprived in weaponry. Um, they don't have a Tyree Hill anymore, duh. Um, they don't really have a, another explosive a consistent explosive receiver threat on the outside but um outside of the bears game which was pretty much versus the worst defense in the league on their point totals uh have been 20 twice 17 and 9 and uh reason it's just a pad, a tad bit surprising is that the chiefs can't really play the preseason card because they are actually one of the few teams that actually takes the preseason seriously. I do believe, though, that they eventually will figure uh, figure it out on the offensive end and get it going. But I am a little bit surprised of how slow the start is in the point totals and and shit like that. So, yeah, that's number five on my list in the Chiefs' slow start on offense. Four. Number four. I had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just overall as a team. Um, I'm guessing that the championship DNA is still somewhere in that locker room. Uh, I thought it would leave uh, when Tom left, uh, but it looked like so far wrong about that. Uh, Baker Mayfield has been playing at not an elite level, but better than solid, I would say. Um, Their defense um, in a lot. Uh, Aries has been pretty good, you know what I'm saying, as they average only giving up one and a half tuts a game. Uh, and that's so far number three in the league. And um, they are also number two in the league in opponent red zone scoring while only giving up 17 points per game. Uh, and that right there is good for seventh in the NFL at the moment. So, yeah, shout out to the Bucks and their fast start to the season. That's been pretty surprising. Number three on my list. Are the Texans actually good? Uh, D'Amico Ryan's man, uh, he got them boys playing at a different level on both sides of the ball. Uh, I expected the Texans to be able to score some points. uh, But over the past two weeks, uh, which has been their past two wins, their defense um, has been the story. Uh, They held the Jazz to 17 points and the Steelers to only two field goals. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I expected them to score some points, but not like the way they've been scoring uh, I knew C.J. Stroud was going to be the real deal, of course, if y'all would have tuned in to my last episode. Um, but I just didn't expect the fast start. Um, they are only sitting at 2-2, two and two, um, but still, that's a little bit prettier than I believe they would be sitting in and than I believe most expected them to be sitting at through the first four weeks. So shout out to the Texans and D'Amico Ryans. Two, Number two on my list, Brock Purdy. Fuck how good he's been. You know what I'm saying? I want to focus on how much better he has gotten. Because, um, you know, I thought that he would not necessarily digress, but I thought, like, the book would be out on him. uh, But he is in the foolproof offense. Uh, he has been pushing the ball down the field more this year uh, with six completed passes so far or 20-plus air yards um, that's definitely an improvement for Brock. He had um last year, if I'm not mistaken, when I looked it up, he said that he only had what is it, 20 attempts of passes like that through nine games. So already he had six completion of twenty plus air yards, which I think is a is a huge deal for Brock, and also a huge deal for that offense. So yeah, shout out to Brock Purdy and what he's been doing. He's been a big surprise this season for me. And number one. One, one, one. The Cincinnati Bengals, man, have been the biggest surprise slash disappointment of the season. I am surprised with them, you know what I'm saying? Not just the record and the bad offense that they have been putting on the field. But I'm mostly surprised that they are continuing to, you know what I'm saying, put Joe Burrow out there on the field if he compromised. Just think about it real quick. You start off one and three with an unhealthy Joe Burrow, right? Nigga like me would argue that, you know what I'm saying? That probably would be their record without him, you know what I'm saying? With a backup. Maybe they go on for it, but nigga like me, like I said, I argue they go one and three. Um, But you're still well under 500 with a Joe Burrow whose calf is still ain't right. Like, it's still not right. Still ain't got a chance to heal. So if you would have him like he should have been, let's say he then makes his debut last Sunday against the Titans. Do I believe a healthier, more mobile Joe Burrow beats the Titans? Absolutely. Then, you catch momentum, like similar to last year and go on the tear, and then we looking at shit a little differently. But now, since she won't be given the real opportunity to rest until the bye week, which is week seven, and by then, like, when are we pulling the plug on them? You know what I'm saying? If they one and five, like, you just paid the man, like, protect your investment, Jeesh. But, yeah, man, that pretty much, you know what I'm saying, that, that sums up my top five most, well, my five most surprising things through the first four weeks, you know what I'm saying. You got the Chiefs starting slow. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers being good. The question of our detection actually good, we shall see on that. Brock Purdy, uh, pretty much progression as a quarterback and as a passer in the Shanahan offense. And then you got, you know what I'm saying, my biggest disappointment in the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, cool. Now that we've gotten through that, this segment right here is a slight continuation from a previous segment that I had in my last episode, which was my two early MVP candidates. This list right here consists of my still-too-early MVP candidates, three of them. And I'm going to start with number three. Three. And this may surprise some folks, you know what I'm saying, because it's a running back. But uh, not if you've been paying attention. This won't surprise you at all. I think I just gave it away by telling y'all it's a running back. But that's uh, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, McCaffrey right now, he has uh, more total touchdowns at seven. Then Brock Purdy has passing touchdowns at the moment with five. Uh if McCaffrey's touchdown pace was to um continue, he would be sniffing at around 30 um this year. And right now, uh he is at uh he is 95 yards clear of the leading rusher behind him in DeAndre Swift because he got a game on him. But yeah, this ridiculous pace that uh CMC um that he on right now got him on the art to finish with 2,549 total scrimmage yards, which is, which is, which is fucking insane. And, um, right now he, he's at 459 rushing yards, which leads the league at the moment. So yeah, that's just ridiculous. And he got 118 receiving yards. Just, just like I said, like his total yard from scrimmage, he, he on pace for, for 20, 25, 50. And that's 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 just wow. I'm just really excited to see what another relatively healthy McCaffrey season looks like. And maybe he may creep up on the MVP candidate. If he continues, he might end up fucking around. He might fuck around and end up winning it from the running back position. Two. number two um, brings me to uh, Josh Allen. Uh Josh might have been higher on my list if it wasn't for that ugly last three interception game on primetime and week in, on primetime week one versus the Jets. Uh, I can't get really, really get that out of my head at all for some reason. Uh However, he does land at number two because since that week one debacle, he has completed 76 percent of his passes. Uh, he has 10 total touchdowns and uh, only one interception with a passer rating of about 120 over the last three. So, yeah, as the season move on, if he keep performing that the way he does, the stinker that he put up probably going to be forgiven. And who knows? You know what I'm saying? He might find himself on the number one spot in my list. One. Number one brings me to Lamar Action Jackson. And uh, if you know how he rocked, if you know how the Ravens rock, he number one just because of the circumstances. Um, For one, the receivers that he was given in the offseason that was supposed to boost up the passing game can't stay healthy. He did have Mark Andrews week one, and uh, he himself is the sole reason why they are three and one. Right now, uh, Lamar is responsible for eight touchdowns, four passing, four rushing. Uh, While wide complete 74 percent of his pass attempts and. Uh, he is, of course, as you know, his team's best ball carrier on every single Sunday. Lean them in rushing, rushing touchdowns, shit like that. So, you know what I'm saying? Just Lamar Jackson definitely deserves to be number one on my list, um, followed by Josh Allen. And then, you know what I'm saying, at three, we got run CMC Christian McCaffrey. And those right there, are you boys still too early MVP candidates. Hey, man, say, man, if you ain't caught on by now, you know I got another list for you today, man. And if you're tired of my list, might want to go ahead and tap out. Because this right here I got next this is my quick power rankings. And this is my list of my 10, my top 10 teams right now in the NFL through the first four weeks. Starting out my list, reverse order my people you already know what it is. I got number 10, 10. the Buccaneers. I'm saying they three and one like a lot of teams on this list are pretty much three and one. It's only two undefeated teams in the league, but they're three and one. Um, And uh, some of the points I touched on earlier with their defense and Baker, I'm saying Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans. That connection uh, might be the best connection Mike Mike Evans has had uh, with the quarterback in his entire career. Yes, including the GOAT. But uh, yeah, it got the Buccaneers at 10. Nine at nine. I got the Detroit Lions. Um, I love the way that they run the ball with the power runs and uh, how they use play action off of it. Um, I've been searching high and low for the percentage of play action that they do use versus the entire NFL. But just with the eyeball test, my eyes, they tell me that uh, after four weeks that they are easily a top five team in using play action and it being effective for their offense. Eight At number eight, I got the Chiefs at three and one. I mean, well, of course, they're three and one. But at number eight, I got the Chiefs. Uh, I know the Super Bowl champs should be ranked higher. And uh, more than likely, they will be by the end of the season. But uh, right now, I've just been waiting on the game for them to put it all together, offensively and defensively. Uh, their defense, surprisingly, actually has been their best unit and one of the better units in the league over the past four weeks. So once the Chiefs, you know what I'm saying, they put it all together, they might end up creeping up on this list a little higher. Seven. At number seven, another 3-1 and team. You got the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, The Ravens offense, uh, they have been given grace by me uh, because it is Lamar's first year under a system in which the passing game is clearly more valued uh, than the run game and injuries to the receiving courts I spoke on earlier. And uh, with those circumstances, Harbaugh and the Ravens, they just seem to figure it out. So I definitely could see them moving higher on my list as well, just when everything come together as far as injuries. But they always dealing with injuries. They're really never a healthy team. I don't know what's going on with their training regimen. I don't know what the hell they got going on in Baltimore, but they can't stay healthy. But I'm hoping that they all come together and we can see that Ravens offense at full potential six at number six. I got the Seattle Seahawks. You know what I'm saying? Some of Seattle's early success may be a residue of a softish schedule. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, but they are three and those since losing week one to the Rams and they did start the winning streak versus a good Detroit team. So I can't knock them for that. And, uh, not to get too much into it, uh, but the offense is uh, very deep. And uh, they can get multiple with their personnel with tight ends, you know what I'm saying, and three receiver sets, and they can come out with that double tight in the backfield, side by side, their motion can that shit crazy. But anyway, like I say, not to get too deep. But uh yeah, uh I feel like the uh Pete Carroll led defense is is very young and they, and they and they fly around. So that's why I got Seattle as my 16 on my quick list. Now to get down to the top five of my quick power rankings, the cream of the crop, the teams right now that matter, matter. You know what I'm saying? At number 5 we're going to start with my Dallas Cowboys. At, at, with them, it, it just starts with the defense, dog. Like We are first in opponent points per game, and we number two in opponent yards per game. We are also fourth in opponent's third down conversions and red zone touchdown for the opponent. Uh one major thing that I feel like everyone and they grandma know that we do gotta clean up is uh the red zone touchdown deficiency on offense. You know what I'm saying? We ranked 30th, way down at the bottom in the league at getting six, uh again six instead of three. One offensive stat that I will tuck myself to bed and sleep on at night well is that, you know what I'm saying, we are first and converting on third down. That's the money down, and, it, and, and we 51% at doing that when it's money time. So I can appreciate that, and I feel like as the season progresses, we can clean up them rest on deficiencies. Four. At number four, I got the Miami Dolphins. Them boys look like the best team in the NFL through the first three weeks. Uh, excuse me, until they ran into the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they are still first in, in the league in pretty much every major offensive category. But defense, woo! Opponents, they they averaging 3.5 touchdowns a game versus that defense, with about one and a half of them being rushing touchdowns a game. Then them folk give up 4.3 yards a rush and almost 124 yards a game rushing. I am, however, confident in the fact that Mike McDaniel's in the offense going to continue to make it do what it do until the defense figure this, figure this shit out. And uh, they need to figure out their run fits and shit if they ever do figure it out. But yeah, I got them boys at four. Three. Three. I got the Buffalo Bills. One thing about the Bills that has stood out to me this year is something that I've been waiting on them boys to do over the past couple of years, and that's the commitment to the ring game. We already know, you know what, I'm saying, what the defense is, and we already know who Josh is and what he is, but check this Buffalo is averaging almost 30 rushes a game, and they're seventh in the NFL with 4.6 yards a rush, And they are eighth averaging 130 yards a game rushing. All they had to do and all they need to do is just give Josh a little run game to take the pressure off of him and let him use some play action with James Cook to create them deep dots that we know he's capable of throwing. And then also he can hit the little check downs out the play action. You know what I'm saying? So shit just like that, man, it's, it's a good thing for Josh that they're running the ball and that's part of the reason why I got the Bills at three. Now to get into the un- two of the undefeated teams at number two, two. I got uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, for them to look as sort of sluggish as they've been looking, they are 4-0. It's not necessarily an entire team that looks sluggish either, but it's like the passing game on both sides of the ball just look a little off the start of the season. Now, what the Eagles can hang their head on is the fact that they are going to run the pill, whether you like that shit or not. And they're going to stop the run as they are top five in the league on both sides of the ball and running it and stopping it. So, with the slow start that they got going on, they can hang their head on. We're going to run this thing, and y'all ain't finna to run on this. And I think that, that'll keep the sh- right the ship. Until they passing game get going, as I am extremely confident in the fact that their passing game will get going with the weapons they have. And that leads me to my final team on my quick power rankings, and that is one. The 49ers. The defense is the defense and the offense is the offense. We already know that. Even though the 49ers run the ball and they, their percentage wise, they are the second most in the league at running the ball. Here's what surprised me, right? The efficiency in which they pass the ball has been incredible to me. Like to be top 10 in pass yards per game while being 30th, 30th in pass attempts per game is crazy. Like, like I said, man, it's, it's like the offense is the offense. And as far as getting to the playmakers and shit, we already know how that is in the running game. But, like, I feel like San Fran, they looking like the realest of the real through the four weeks. And that's because of the efficiency and the effectiveness of that passing game, dog. Like, I feel like, man, if they continue with that shit, they're going to be hard to stop, and they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. So I'm definitely excited to see the rundown on that and how they get down and how they look. Throughout the season But yeah man Just to go over that list man Just in case y'all missed some shit I got the Buccaneers at 10 Detroit at 9 The Chiefs at 8 The Ravens at 7 Then I got Seattle at 6 Cowboys at 5 Dolphins at 4 Bills at 3 Eagles at 2 And 49ers at 1 Now as y'all do know the name of the show is Quick Hits, so I never plan on holding y'all long. So I'm about to get the hell on. Now you ain't got to go home, but you do got to get the hell on. Nah, I'm just fucking around, but I definitely appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode of Quick Hits. You know what I'm saying I gave y'all some of my quick rankings. Next episode will be a continuation. Of some of these lists And I do hope y'all tune in Y'all could have been anywhere in the world But y'all here with me And as y'all know That's always appreciated Download this, get this Wherever you get your podcast: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc, etc Like I said, thank y'all for tuning in Peace